Well, I try, well, I try to make the story short because honestly, it's kind of lengthy. Kind of. We've time. Look at it. Don't mind, don't mind. Don't mind. She come late because honey, it's taking a little while. Oh, come on, man. Come got, on to me. Time. I had to. I had to. Okay, go Oh, but my girl, Pink Floor, still <laughs> on the nails. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, well, I started when I was 12 years old because with my brother, he did music. Mm-hmm. And so I was always inspired by just watching him. Like after he recorded a song, he would come by us. Like, you know, he'd come um, by my mom and my sister's them. And he always would just turn the music up loud in the car. So he held the bass. And he mm-hmm. had so much excitement when he would finish a song. Like when you come from the studio instantly to play it for us. And so it just motivated me. And I'm like, you know, I want to be able to do that one day. So 12 years old, you know, I showed him that I had interest in it. So basically he took me in the studio and he actually started writing for me and everything. And I was recording. So I know like, of course, um, my high school friends remember this, my, my first song. was like, baby, would you shine like diamonds and pearls? Baby, would you taste like strawberry swirls? <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> it's a kid song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? A that's, kid. that's a kid song? Uh, yeah. The first, would mwah. you taste like? Okay. Anyhow, you know. Anyhow, mm-hmm. it's a kid song. We're going to keep it safe and just say that. <laughs> but so, um, so just after that, basically, it was like, okay, my other sisters, you know, they saw. He was taking me to the studio. They got jealous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They want to go to the studio, too. So we actually created a group called Red Dynasty, and I'm pretty sure you can still find us like on YouTube, Red Dynasty, R-E-D-D-Y-N-A-S-T-Y. Mm, nice. And you can still find like some videos that we actually posted up. So Ludacris actually had a website around that time called WeMix.com. And basically it was just like artists from like, you know, internationally, all over the world, globally, just trying to compete for this big prize. And the prize at the end of the day was to be able to record, professionally record a song in his studio in L.A., so it was between us and this other group because we had like, you know, la la and like different celebrities that would like, you know, send voice notes because they had like this thing where I don't know, like where different celebrities or whoever wanted to send mm-hmm. a message to you to encourage you, you know, to just keep pushing. So we had la la and like other celebrities basically just like, you know, encouraging us to keep pushing, seeing that we are a group of females from the Bahamas. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was four of us in the group. And all your sisters? Yeah, all the sisters. Oh, so nice, it was nice. me. I was T-Baby at the time because <laughs> I was the youngest. <laughs> And my sister was Honeybee. Um, I think it was Tats. And I can't remember my sister's name. T-baby. Patricia the Diva. Hashtag yes. T-Baby. Yes. T-Baby. <laughs> so we all was in this group. And it's basically um, yeah, on the website and everything. So it came between us and this other group. And we was going head to head to see who was going to win this prize. And in that moment, I think Ludacris, well, basically he wanted to speak to us on the phone. So everyone was at school taking BGCSE exams. Wow. And I was the only one at 12 years old who was available. And, you know, at 12, you sound like a kid. Yeah, yeah. You know nothing about the music business. You're just being thrown in the studio and you're just working. So when I spoke to Little Chris on the phone, and he's like, oh, it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like you're the person who's writing the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I said, my brother had to talk to him, who's our manager at the time. 
And my brother talked to him and let him know that, you know, of course, like he is helping us out, but it's really my older sister's son. So I don't know what happened. I know the website went down, it crashed, and it just was like, no one really won the prize at the end of the yeah. day, which really, you know. That sucks. It, yeah, it, it really did suck. But it's like, you know, it kept it kept me wanting more. Because not saying that it's so easy to get in the business, but it showed me that it, it's not really that not hard, that hard yeah. once you work hard at it. So at 14 years old, like, you know, from there on, I just was writing my own music. So my brother's like, hey, y'all want this? Y'all gonna do it yourself. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, like, how do you rap? So he just like basically, like, told me he's like, you just rhyme and metaphors and whatever else. So I literally used to just go online every day and study how to rap. And I was 14 years old. I think um, when I really was really writing my own like freestyles and trying to put it together, I had like a notebook and everything. And then one of my friends, I think at 16 years old, I let her have my first rap. And it's like, I know it started like I'm the T-O-tistical Popping off so your you still was T-Baby at this point? Yes, I'm okay. I was still T-Baby. <laughs> but when I went in the studio to record with the guy that we was originally recording with when I was 12 years old, and he was like, I need to change my name because it's obvious I'm growing, I'm more mature. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. Then that's when we started using my middle name, which is Aaron. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, he's thinking about adding the rain to it. And I was like, Tabitha Rain. Cause, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Wow. Tabitha's my first name. Please don't use that against me. Please. Like, just leave it there. And I was like... I won't, I won't go ahead. I won't, I won't take it against you. Yes. Well, I'm like, Tabitha Rain does not sound good. And I was like, Aaron Rain. And he was like, hmm, I might be it. So, like, from then, I was 16, we just we just stuck with the Aaron Rain. And so I'd say basically just really just pushing the dream from there. So that's really how it got started. So you brought us to the point where my first segment always is caused, like, they like, mm -hmm. a civil bullet. Oh. So mm -hmm. I always ask my, my guests for their nicknames. But you don't always yourself but your real name. But talk about any other nicknames you have other than T Baby Aaron. Is there anything else that people call you? Tabby. Mm -hmm. um, I mean that, that, that fits. That, that yeah, fits. I feel like Tabby. Like it's nothing is but but it's outrageous E. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because of Aaron. Um nothing else. I mean I see um <laughs> Uh, there's someone who has this new nick for me, nickname for me right now. It's the Bohemian Barbie. I don't know. <laughs> is, is it because I don't know because my hair is blonde. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, that edgy Barbie look. I don't yeah, know. But yeah, yeah so. Mm, I mean, Other than I, that, I, I feel like we, we, we 10 years too late for, for that. Now. It's just not that era yeah, going on. I, yeah, but I just was saying. But other than that, I don't really get much, Um, you know, crazy nicknames mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So 16, 17, 16, now you, you're now officially Aaron Rain. What's what's the next step after that? Now that you actually graduate high school, like what's, what's next mm -hmm. for you? Well, I mean, well, when I graduated high school and everything, it was like, okay, I had this dream I wanted to pursue. So it's like, okay, how exactly am I going to go about it? So I was a person that always wanted to plan everything. And after I think I graduated at 16 from high school, I was like, man, I want to live my life. So I literally partied for two years and I got tired of it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, they, oh, sorry, this is in Freeport. Right. I'm from Freeport, Grand Bahama. Mm -hmm. And so I partied in Freeport for maybe about two years. And after I got tired and I'm like, you know what? It sounded really like, you know what I mean? Knuckle down and really decide what I truly want to, like at least how I really want to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So I just really, I decided to go to college, decided to really work hard. So I had like two jobs, going to school, just working completely, uh, marketing. Okay. And anything I think, any direction I went or any path I took, it was for music. So mm -hmm. I literally said, okay, I can study marketing so I can know how to market my music. And then I'm working, I was bartending at the time. And it's like, okay, I'm bartending. I can meet more people and introduce them to my music. Everything was like music related. Like, I'm doing yeah. this for my music. Yeah. I'm doing that music. So it's like everything was music related. And even like, you know, just, just every step that I took with it. So basically, and I started working with um, a radio station because when I was bartending at the time, my cousin came in and she was like, hey, I heard like, you know, Mix 102.1 station in Freeport is hiring. I think you should apply for it. And I'm like, okay. 
I gonna go, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get the job. <laughs> and I went and I got the job. So I'd say re- it really started me off like we're really getting out there more public speaking and I guess being more of a public figure. Mm-hmm. So I really got I really started. Because uh, everyone, was everyone there, basically every day. Yes. So it was something new, and I, like I said, I, I bartended, I worked at Mix One Two Point One, and I went to college. So this was so. so this was UB, or you did online? Oh no no, I physically went there. College of the Bahamas, okay. not University of the Bahamas. Yeah, so we, yes. we, we showed an issue. Exactly. Too, too oh, hey, don't say that. Let me change it. I was like, I, University no, of I the too, Bahamas. I too attended COB. 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 So COB with you yes. and Martin then. So that's a yes. good, I feel like a good balance of meeting people. Who was a balance of meeting people, but it was, it, was, it was long. And I tell you, those days was long. And it was just like, I just was saving. Every day I would save. And I really had plans, honestly, to move to the U.S. And I like me and the, my bank teller at the time, like literally he knew when he see me walking in with a little black bag, well, it wasn't a little, a black bag, we about to count. <laughs> we about to count some money that day. <laughs> so it's like, I just really was, you know, just working hard, doing what I had known to do doing what I thought, like, you know, but it really get me out. During this time that you actually, do you make any music at all? Or, you, or still was like just Oh, no, I still was making music, but I still was trying to figure out exactly how to go about it because I was kind of focused on school. And I was like, you know what? Because I'm so focused on school, let me just take a step back from music. But I realized um, with taking a step back, I think it's maybe like a year and a half, I started to get super depressed. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is my passion. I'm taking myself away from something I truly care about. Although although I'm doing the things that that's going to eventually help it, I felt completely crushed because I want to focus it. on school. And it's like, Focusing on that and not really showing um, any attention or any love towards my real passion, it, it really just had me um, in a dud. Like, it really had me depressed for a while. So, it was then I decided, okay, and my brother, we started working together and um, we decided, all right, okay, well, now it's on new music. So, he gave me this instrumental and that's when I came up with my first song, Paycheck. Mm-hmm. And Paycheck literally came from a Cardi B line, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's about... I think that's 2018 you dropped it? Yeah, 2018. I dropped it. And I listened to... It was a Cardi B song I was listening to at the time. And I was like... Because she said something, but my buy costing your lifestyle or your, your mm. paycheck. And mm. I was like, who? Thanks. Cost your whole paycheck. Mm. Risk. Cost your whole paycheck. Because now I'm thinking, I'm like, we literally do purchase things that cost someone's paycheck. paycheck. yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, you know what I mean? It's catchy. It's dope. So I basically, you know, just went with it from there. I shot the video on Freeport as well. Shout out to Madcap. My family always loved them. But um it's like once I did that, it just it just took off. Like literally the song was everywhere. Everyone loved it. They loved the they loved the video shoot and everything. And we really just had fun with it. And also I have to shout out to my Trina at the time, Joelle, because basically my sister was like more of my hype girl. So she was working along with me anytime I did a performance or anytime like I just need her to be there, whether it was for support or in a video or anything. And our Trina, Joelle, who she had introduced me to because he, um, he's a celebrity. He was a celebrity trainer because he's from New York. Mm-hmm. And he literally coached me. Like, coached me and said, okay. And it's telling me, like, okay, what to say, how to act, what to do to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, we just end up getting connected with other people. Because I know when um, Ice Billionberg, when he came to Freeport, I was able to link with him because of the persons at Madcap where I shot my video. Mm-hmm. And so they reached out to me because they wanted to get some girls for the video. Now, honestly... Freeport's a tough market to say, mm-hmm. hey, we want to get some video girls. Everyone was so shy. Maybe it was like two girls that probably came out. And I don't even think they used them for the video. So mm-hmm. they used me and another girl they had over from Miami. And so from there on, we was hanging out with Ice Billion Berg them. And we had a great time. Like, 
the vibe was good. And so it seems as though from that point on, once I said this is what I want and I'm going to completely focus on it, like everything was just leading in the direction. So like my sister, like, I love her because <laughs> it's like every week something new was happening where yeah. we're meeting whether we're meeting NFL players, whether we're getting connected to other artists in the game, whether we're meeting people like who know Lil, who's close to Lil Wayne, who have this contact, like every week something new was pump, was popping up. So I'd say that was a step from there once I graduated. So before we get to the next thing, our, our mm -hmm. next sponsor, Ricardo Rum, their, their tagline is Uniquely Bahamian. Yes. So what is your Uniquely Bahamian thing you do? Mine's just I like to eat Kung Fu and drink Sky Juice. That's, <laughs> that's you won't be like me. Uh -uh. Trust me, this is episode 18. There's physical evidence <laughs> oh, that gosh. I've been saying oh, this for 18 weeks. Uh -huh. There's physical evidence. Okay, for me, my Uniquely Bahamian thing to do, well, I love Kakung. Kakung is definitely my favorite. Um, I love my Bahamian slang. Um, how we talk. How we talk. No, for real, for real. Especially like, I know I just, I just, I love the speech. I love the slang. I love everything about it. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, one thing, I mean, this is something I don't think nobody really knows, but I love how, you know, the Bohemian men drive. Like, you know, that bad boy driving. They just, <laughs> <laughs> they just sit back in the car. And, and, and they and just lean <laughs> Oh, yes. so, if, you, if you drive, if you pass the road, you can see me in the car, baby. Slow down. Oh. Blasting my music just. <laughs> <laughs> so I say I copied that from the Bahamian men. I'm mm. just saying, but I, I love it though. I love it. So you mm -hmm. finish college. You're working. You're working the radio city into the music. You're mm -hmm. a radio girl somewhat. What, what caused you to move to Nassau? Well, once I started working at a radio station, mixed on 2.1. I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> Anything I do, I want to attempt to be the best at it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, why well, why would I just want to stop here? You know? And then it's like, let me let me move to Nassau. My sister, we had the conversation because we're like, we started meeting so many people and everyone was asking us to come to the Bahamas. Like, we want to come to the Bahamas. We've never been. So we literally had this whole game plan to set up a business up, everything when we come here, like. And so we just say, hey, like in two weeks, we just like, let's just move to Nassau. No, just, one day, just, just, one day just, we had discussions like we're just, gonna move to Nassau. Like she uh, moved in a week, and I moved in two weeks. Uh, and so we just the picked up and I, left. I worked with. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So um, it's like two weeks. We just popped up and we moved to Nassau. Well, she moved ahead of me, mm -hmm. and then I came after her. And then it was just like, yeah. So I honestly didn't even think I would have really gotten back into radio, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. It was only when I was working along with DJ Crank, shout out to Crank, mm -hmm. and I asked him, I was like, hey, you know any radio stations are hiring? And then, like, he called off a few that were and So I basically just was, once he had connected me with certain people, then that's when I got back into it. But mm -hmm. I really had no idea that I was going to. So talk to me, because that, that spoiler jam, that's like, that's like a legendary spoiler. It is. You know, that's all from it me. Is. So talk to me about being able to now wear that crown. You know, heavy is the head that wear the crown. Okay, well, let's talk about the start of wearing the crown, trying <laughs> to wear this crown. I'd say it was super tough. And even, you know... um, um, Jatan Day Thunder, he literally was just like hugging me today, and he's just like, "Oh, how far I've came!" <laughs> and it made me want to cry too, because it makes you, come. yes, it makes you look back and you're like, "Wow!" Like my hairstyle was even different then. Mm. I think I was, I still was like, you know, working a little Remy yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything then. And then I saw like my natural hair and everything, so it was still like I was still trying to find myself because I tell people this, and no offense to um to Freeport in any kind of way, but. Freeport is a place where, you know, you're born and raised and you don't really truly feel like you can be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you do not know who you are. And I felt as though once I stepped foot here in Nassau, everyone just was themselves. 
didn't matter if they was in corporate, yeah. if they wasn't in corporate, it's like they didn't care. Everyone they, is themselves. They, 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 they telling you what it is. They being raw. Yeah. And that was the first time I've seen that. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. That's how y'all carry on, okay? <laughs> and it made me want to really find out who I am and made me want to be more of me. So with that, and of course, being in radio, you know, I found it difficult trying to find myself with it. But once I took a step back, I took a breather, I really got comfortable. I started being in different environments, which allowed me to find out and say, hey, this is who you are. Stand on this. You know, put your foot down on this. This is what this means to you. Say that. Mm -hmm. And so once I became more stern, I'm like, yeah, this is me. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, of course, you had, you had your person calling in like, oh, we don't really... We're not really liking you on the radio. We're not no. really interested in this. You know, bring back old girl. Like, of course, yeah. Different things. But I'd say after time had passed, everyone, honestly, I grew to, grew to just like me more. And I think I grew with it. So I'd say we kind of grew together because I grew on them and then they grew on me, especially mm -hmm. with the Facebook Live. I think with us going live on Facebook during that Eat to the Beat hour, yeah, yeah, yeah. that allowed people to connect with me more. Because you can see me now. They're commenting. We're interacting through the comments. So just allow people to get just a little bit inside of who I am and just a little bit closer to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good story. I've always heard people yeah. saying it come from people, oh, you're not people too fast. You're yeah. It's exactly, exactly cool to hear how you say you've basically, like, you found yourself yes. coming out of that environment and coming out. Coming here. So that's, yeah. that's pretty good. Because so, I no offense, yeah. but I was, I was very, like, you know, I was held back mm -hmm. a lot. Until I came in. So our last one says so the cowbell collect bell mm -hmm. So me, I said so command. So I like my, my collect platinum. Yeah. How, how about you? What's your favorite collect? My favorite Kalik. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I love the Kalik. Um, the Cranberry mm -hmm. is one of my favorites, but I like the Mango too. Okay. Yeah. So that was so good because right before the pandemic, you used use modeling. Yes. Cartoon, so. ah, I am so mad. I am so mad. I am so mad because I was super excited because I know at first um, I actually was going to, well, I was interested in a number of things, but being in Carnival, I was like, oh, I get to put on the costume. It was my first and, time. And you, you, like, express yourself. Yes, because yeah. I think, well, I moved to Nassau in 2018. That was year three by that point. Exactly. And so it was like, okay, I wasn't able to, you know, do carnival or anything yet. So it was like, I see everyone talking about it. You know, so I'm like, I want to experience this. I want to do carnival. So once I made up that decision, and of course, I joined on with Enigma. I, mean, I have my costume. whatever. Whatever, whatever. Haters. Shout, out, shout <laughs> out to my my other people, my neighbor folks. You know, shout out to Darren and oh Leslie. You know, yes, but honestly, I had a blast. Like just, I mean, for the activities that that did take place, I had a blast with it. Being on stage and everything, dancing with the girls, just like you know, making meeting new people, making new friends. Because that was mm -hmm. the thing for me here too. It's like when I came here, I knew no one. I literally was just completely lost. Like it was just me. Yeah. Just just there. And you so and the fact that the sister. That's it. Yeah, basically, but it wasn't even like coworkers because you want to be so careful with who you mingle yeah. with at first, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'd say like so, basically, just getting into it was like you meet new people. Just was a blast. We was on stage, you know. We did our photo shoots, and I was like, okay, I'm ready for the road for real. Until the road never came. Let's go for come and shut down everything. Shut down everything. So did you get did you did you get to go to the bubble last week? Bubble, yeah, of course I went to the bubble. I fest. was in I was in free part, so I didn't get there. <gasps> I missed, I missed the Aww. bubble. I had to go for the with Kristen and situation. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, you missed the bubble fest and you being yeah. a soccer fan. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't watch no one's stories. You should bring the baby to the, to the soccer <laughs> That's party. That's what I told <laughs> Yeah, I didn't watch no one's stories at night. So I just no. see, when I see him fly shop, I see, I see we have in the last Black Devil. Uh-huh. 
the finale. Oh, I saw that. The last black Yeah. I know, um, I know some other things coming. I can't talk yes. yet, but some uh -huh. other New Year's Day parties coming back in. So it's supposed to be a lit December. I know. And I, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, we've literally been shut down. For basically um, for, two years. For basically two years. And I think we're going to literally go... I think we're going to get all of that time that we were yeah. inside back in a so, month. Now I, now I understand why uh -huh. they call the 20s the roaring 20s. Because the Spanish flu happened in 1918. Yeah, and, and then people was at the same type of situation, and oh, then wow. that's why. So now I feel like people have the roaring twenties again. People yeah. be lit. These I know. Next I think so. Years. I've been seeing fly. I literally like have light this vibes joke. back. Yes, I literally have this joke right now because I'm like I'm seeing flyer every weekend, almost every day, every day, every day. Just a new flyer dropping. I said at this point, if somebody send me another flyer, you gotta buy my outfit for the night. <laughs> I can't do it. Just ruined. Just ruined for real. <laughs> So being a, a relatively newbie mm -hmm. into, into the in the Bahamian music industry, mm -hmm. tell me how's it been like um, mingling and working with your pairs, like not just rap, but like the reconstructs and the, mm -hmm. the rock and the R&B. Like, what's the your music relationships like with other artists? Other artists, it's great. Honestly, I'd say it's been um, for me, it's been pretty phenomenal. Like, I'm an easy person to talk to, and I try to tell people that like, it's not that you're gonna walk up and I'm like, hey, stay away. So it's like. I think for the most part, it's been good. Everyone has been genuine so far. And I just like that. I like the fact that, you know, we're able to discuss things on a level where I'm able to support you. You can support me. It's no hard feelings. So I really, honestly, I've been having a great experience so far. And I'm excited to, of course, showcase more of my music because I um, recently released my freestyle go off. Go off mm -hmm. And it took me a while to release that. And, you know, people are like, oh, why are you so quiet for so long? And I try to tell people without getting emotional. Mm -hmm that you got to be real with yourself in life. Sometimes you're going through traumatic situations and you can't tell people until you're over it. You're mm -hmm. like, hey, out of scare, I'm good now, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like depressed for a while and it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to release it and how to deal with my emotions and whatever I was dealing with at the same time. Mm -hmm. So with me finally getting over that, it's like, okay, it's game time. Because you did say when you released this, some stuff over two or three years that's been, you said different management, a bunch of different things. Yes, there was a lot of situations when it came to music you're like okay you're part of the wrong team you don't mix family and business and it's just a lot that took place with it so it's just the fact that okay i'm now back and i'm super excited because sometimes you have to you really do have to realize in life hey this dream was not or this path was not meant for everybody mm -hmm. it was meant for you solely to walk on so what's next you, yeah. you have a new mansion now do you have an album coming out you still do more freestyles you, well what's, what's what's the plan for 2022 the plan for 2022. Well, we take, let's, let's finish 2021 off. Mm, so let's just be strong have, with it. Let's so, take it day by day. So today's December 1st. So you said we still have 30 more days left in the year. So you still have more stuff to come. If you're trying to yes. Me. Okay. I'd say the biggest thing right now, what I have to come is this. Well, I, like I said, I recently released um, Go Off. So be sure to check it out on, you know, all platforms. And as well as I have another freestyle I'm about to drop. Possibly a week and a half, two weeks, max. And then my biggest thing, what I really want to do, my biggest project I want to do, I mean, we're outside and everything, you know, the country's a bit more open. So I think people are more open to the idea of it. I really want to shoot a music video with like everyone in it. Nice. Like everyone is welcome to come out. Yeah. I already have the song like in preparation and, you know, I think a lot of people are going to vibe with it. I think it's super catchy. And I think everyone's just going to love the fact that, hey, it's like no discrimination come out. Like, you know, because everyone's always asking me, Hey, so why you didn't have me in the video? Why mm. you didn't have me in the video? And I'm like, most times when you're shooting a music video for people who aren't in the field, mm. 
and everyone says they're coming out, they more likely don't come out. Most, if a hundred said coming out, five coming. Five coming, for five real. Coming. But if I invite everybody out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, and you make it a party, yeah, yeah, where it's like free rum, yeah. music, you got the DJs, you got a good vibe going. Have a party. Exactly. You got to yeah. have a party to do a music video. We have an all wax, the all wax party. You know? so <laughs> the, the, the all the same, they're going to be yes, all yes. wax. All wax so party. So I can't let you go there with the Netflix, and then you talk about the Netflix and talk yes. about that. Okay, well, that was a good experience, um, being um, being able to be on Netflix in the movie Dolphin Kick. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, I shot it, that was years ago. That was some time, that was some time back. We had shot that, I know I had my my Honda at the time, and I, every time I watched the movie, I'm like, oh, gosh. The car, the car. <laughs> like, you gotta go back, it's like, the memories. <laughs> and then so how did you get, get up in the situation? How did you get in there? Okay, well, I was bartending at the time. Um, I was at Agave in Freeport. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to my Agave family. will always be my family. Mm-hmm. So I was bartending at the time there. My boss said, you know, some persons were coming in um, to shoot. They would want to shoot, like, a, a film. Mm-hmm. And so he said, you think I should, you know, go ahead and audition for it. I'm like, Okay. You know me? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. opportunity. All yeah. right, let's go. Let's yeah, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So I literally um, walked in. I think um, Philip, Philip Marlott. Yeah, he's from the Game of Game of Thrones. No, nice, nice. Yeah, he acted in the Game of Thrones, and he's a great actor. Like, literally, I'm doing my audition, and he said something to me, and I was like, huh? And he's like, oh, oh no. Like, you know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't talking to me. Like, he was acting something. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah, so. Yeah. When I actually had acted, because I did like a lot of plays when I was younger, like for Nami Christmas Day, my mom used to force you to study lines and do plays. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my aunt either. I think she really helped me with this one. <laughs> so when um, when I had auditioned for it with them, they're like, oh, you're really great. And we think they felt as if that they molded me more. I would have been like, you know, superb for it. Yeah. So they actually didn't even have a role in the play. I mean, they'd have a role in the film, mm-hmm. but they created a role nice, for me. Nice, nice, nice. So they were actually going to name the role Tabitha, and I was like, can you change it to <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, the fact uh, that they had made it, like, you know what I mean, ga- gave me a role yeah, that's it. That's to good. play in it. That's, so, that's so steady enough good, for me. I haven't watched it. You were, I wanted to interview her before I watched it. You were yeah. like a, a good amount of lines in or? Well, yeah, well, um, the thing with it is I actually, I think I was married. No, I was like, yeah, fiance. Okay, okay. I was someone's fiance. You know, I had a baby. It's on the way. Thank God. I'm not going to realize. But <laughs> <laughs> I had a baby that, you know, we were expecting. And I was just a fiance. I have a captain. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'll see a few lines with me in yeah, it. And acting credits to your name. I look so different in it. Like, I have, oh my gosh, I had a sewing at the time, and the mm-hmm. sewing was not the best sewing because <laughs> I did not think, I did not think it was going to make it to Netflix. Uh, and when my mom watched it, she was like, hey. and my niece watched it, like, my niece, like, oh my God. And then my mom, she's like, Can I fix you? Yes. Like a real, like a baby. She's like, she's like, come can, on, can, come you on, can on, fix you? Come on, come on, you, you, you want, you want, you want Netflix like this? <laughs> <laughs> Why you would do that? <laughs> that's, that's dope. Because oh, I know it takes a while sometimes for certain rights to get bought by Netflix. Like Netflix would see something yes. and say, like, no, let me buy that and put it on the platform. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So is that, do you foresee or looking to have more of that in your future? Like some films? I or? think, of course, of course, I'm definitely interested in it. I'm just like, okay, exactly how to get back into it. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I really will. I'm pretty sure I Yeah, good. He's from festivals to say, hey, I was in this, you know, so he might, you know. Gotta... Yeah. But I know something is definitely going to, a door is going to open up when it comes to acting. So before we begin, mm-hmm. listen to people, they can find you, f- f- listen to your music, follow you, mm-hmm. when they can listen to you in the radio, where they can connect with you. Connect with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, definitely you can find me. Talking to the door. You can talk to the, to the people okay. now. <clears throat> to the people now. <laughs> All right, so of course you guys can find me on social media, all social media platforms, Instagram, Aaron Rain Official, 
It's E-R-I-N-R-E-I-G-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. You can find me on Facebook. Erin Reen, I see everyone's been adding me on Facebook. So continue to add me as well. Thanks to Dodger Jams, I guess. Yes. (laughs) Follow my fan page as well, which is much better so I can stay connected with you. Um, What else is there? And then... Also, check me out on YouTube, Aaron Rain, E-R-I-N-R-E-I-G-N. I just released my latest freestyle, Go Off. So definitely look out for more music because I do have another freestyle called Get They A. You can cuss. Well, you can cuss. I said Get They Ass. Yeah, let's get they, I'll let Timmy say Get it. They Ass. Okay. Yes, but be sure to tune in with me from Monday to Friday on 100 Jams from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. At 10.30, I normally update your playlist with some new music. If you're not keeping yourself up to date, I got you. 11.30s, chat trap. We talk about all your hot topics in the media, your hot gossips. If you ever have anything you want, if you ever, ever have anything like you see first and you want me to talk about it, you can be sure to send it to me. That you know, 12 o'clock is eat to the beat time. And 1.30 is when we actually discuss like, you know, local topics, all right? So be sure to watch me 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday to Friday on 100 Gems. So what are you listening to right now? Music I'm listening to? Mm. Well, I'm on Dolph. I listen to Dolph yeah, every day. Dolph, yeah. When I tell you when he when I literally read that he passed, I was like, oh no! Like literally, I was waiting, and I've been connecting myself, been networking with people in the business, but he is one person. I said if I had signed to anyone, I'd signed to him. Yeah. Reason being is because I know what I can learn from him. Like he literally is one of those artists, one of the few of the artists that made it from the ground up. Oh, yeah, and independent. Mm-hmm. He owns his yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. And you don't like saying that's that's almost unheard of. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for a lot of artists to do, but the fact that someone did that, I was like, I have to meet him. So when he passed away, like, I literally I sat in my car and I cried. Mm-hmm. You know. So I I listened to his music like all day today. So I'm on I'm on Dolph 100 shots. Mm-hmm. You know, large amount. <laughs> but Jones, I say Jones. yes, I say those two right now. But some of my favorite songs actually right now is Willow Smith. Um can you catch a vibe? Baby, are you ready for the ride? That's one of my favorite songs right now. Yeah. I listen to Masego and um, the new Wale. The new Wale? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I love a new Wale, but I love mm. I love the fact that Big Sean is back on the scene. Yeah. So Loyalty, yeah. Boy. Loyal to yeah. a Fault yeah. is my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loyal that's to a that's Fault that's is my song. So mm-hmm. this girl, yeah, episode 18. Thank you, Eric, for sliding through when she finally reached. It wasn't even me. Yeah. It wasn't even me. Show, show off, show off, you know, it wasn't even me. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kalik, Ricardo Ram, Cause Light, and your boy Timmy, and stay tuned for more. Who that? 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 Who that?